Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Frederick Hastings Esquire, good morning. G'day to you, uh, Grant. Yeah, we've um, another week rolls around. We've had a big week in uh, in the world of harness racing, but I have to say uh, with four weeks now to the Eureka, the momentum is really starting to, to, to build where we're looking down the barrel of uh, essentially uh, the Singo coming up in uh, on the 19th, so two weeks away, as being a, a chance for the uh, John Singleton slot to be sorted out, and then we're sort of uh, uh, looking at uh, emergencies and so forth and so on. So we're really getting into the, the nuts and bolts of it all. Um, so exciting times for those uh, in, in the world of harness racing, mate. Absolutely, and not only harness racing, all three codes are gearing up for some very, very big months, and you can't help but get excited. You know, as you know, Freddie, because we we have been blessed for many, many years. When you get to come to work and do that for a living, life's not travelling too bad, right? Yeah, it's pretty pretty darn good, mate. I've got a little bit of news. I've got to thank uh, our good mate Duncan Dornoff down there in Tassie. Uh, of course, last night uh, Tassie held their slot. Uh, race, um, the bow tie named after one of the absolute greats. Yep. Uh, and fittingly, I guess the Rattray family were the four uh, in winning the race with Magician. Uh, so some, some news there that uh, Magician, uh, they, they're sorting out when Magician will come to Sydney uh, to either trial or race. And uh, Mickey O looks like he ran second in the race last night, the bow tie. He's eyeing off a spot in the Singo, which uh, could gain him entry into the um, the Eureka. So there's a bit going on there, but uh, we may well see magician uh, uh, either race, um, you know, under race conditions, or um, at the very least, uh, certainly uh, um, trial. And Mickey, you know, as I said, they're, they're giving strong consideration to uh, to head up for the Singo. Um, part of the prize or part of the uh, uh, prize last night was a, a travel voucher, which will certainly um, you know, help, help. Uh, <laughs> cover some costs. So exciting uh, times for the Eureka, and uh, we'll know Singo slot holder in uh, two weeks. So uh, it's just all gearing up, Grant. But before we get to that, there's plenty of racing action happening, and we had a good meeting last night. Uh, Phase of Glory won the first. It's just racing in gun form at the moment. Uh, Nathan Turnbull, he had a bit of pressure. He had to, to live up to the feats of his son, Jet, who... Uh, We've been talking about quite a bit. Jet Watch at the moment. He had another winner the other night. He's just just uh, killing it at the moment, young Jet Turnbull. Well, out of that but, stable, uh, yeah. would you expect any less? Well, exactly right. I mean, it, it's a pretty strong pedigree, and oh. uh, by a champion out of a champion, out of many champions, and uh, um, he's just flying young Jet. But Nathan, he probably would have felt a bit of pressure. I can just see Jet giving his dad some driving instructions <laughs> and saying, Dad, don't mess this up. And uh, Nathan certainly didn't. The horse did a great job, phase of glory. Uh, race two, Alta Billy for Amanda Turnbull. Um, terrific performance, and uh, I couldn't believe the price. Started at 9.50. We actually tipped it on top, and I couldn't believe it got out to 9.50. Uh, Brad Hewitt won the Waratah final for David Hewitt with Guilty Party, a good performance. And then uh, Jack Trainer combined with James McPherson to win with El Camino in the uh, three-year-old bread final. And I told you, that man Brad Hewitt again, that was a very nice performance. And uh, she's got two from two now. I told you, I like her a lot. Uh, triple four, um, Peter Rickson and uh, Hannah Rickson combined. And they got the job done with triple four and the trot was won by Valley Star, who transitioned from Tuesday form 
uh, winning a race uh, last night on the Metro level. So that was uh, well done there to nice uh, Jimmy Douglas and Leon Jude. But the replay I wanted to uh, touch on was the Alf Phyllis Memorial. It was race number six uh, last night. And, uh, well, it was a real surprise for many. Maybe not for those that uh, were on the rough Easting Tara. Up and down the side they come. Porter Prince led the way. South Coast Arden's only a head away. Bonnie Prince, Louis, Cash and Flow. Mahomes on the outside is poised. And they were followed back on the inner by Isaiah. And to the outside trying to make some ground as Ripper's heads were turned for home. 27-6 the quarter. It's Porter Prince and South Coast Arden in a good battle. Cash and Flow's trying to get to them. Whip's trying to wind up and down the outside as Mahomes. South Coast Arden had moved up on the outside to go to the lead. It's South Coast Starden leading the way from Porter Prince, flashing home from nowhere. Stingray Tara, boy oh boy, this is a boil over, a big one down the outside. Stingray Tara's come from nowhere, launched on them and beat them. Stingray Tara has beaten South Coast Starden. You weren't half surprised that a forty-three dollar shot got home, Freddie. Well, <laughs> for me, I was surprised because it was a yeah. You know, let's be let's be frank. It was a it was a step up in in grade. Um, and its form in the previous run, I think I might have even tipped it. It was, uh, I'd, I'd call it fairly inglorious. And then uh, last night, up against the, the much better horses on, on grading, um, just absolutely blew them off the paddock. It was a terrific performance. In fact, if you listen to the replay on the turn, I didn't even uh, cite it. That, that's um, what I, I tell everyone, I'll just let everyone know, I grabbed you during the race and said, mate, have I got the right race replay for you? Because I didn't hear you say <laughs> Stingray Tar, and I'm thinking, yeah. have I got the wrong race again on this poor guy? But no, no and then no, it came no. rocketing home. You were spot on, yeah, spot on. You were, you were on, the, on the job there, and it was a bit blinding finish by Stingray Tara, Jack Brown and Jack Trainer. Jack Brown, he celebrates a birthday this month and uh, he's just he's just flying young Jack as well at the moment and he's a good kid and he's uh, he's doing some good things in the sulky and he got uh, that one home at big odds for his boss, Jack Trainer. So that was um, an angle last night and uh, all honours with those who won races. There was some very exciting racing uh, at the track last night. I want to turn the clock back to last Tuesday and uh, have a chat to uh, our guest who's coming up Tian Sutton. Tian has a team of horses. She trains down Menangle Way. And on Tuesday, uh, she was able to win another race uh, in uh, the, for the season. And this time round, at good odds, Tarami. 700 left to go. They're down the back and it's All-Star Magician a couple of metres in front. Second is Taramin. Now in third spot as they run their way off the back straight now. Moving up stylishly here is Operative Adder. It worked around the outside of Rose of Juliana. Behind those then on the inside is Chez Mac. Tough Talks and the rest headed by Highview Sadler. Race favourite spots the leader a bit of start as they near the corner. Taramin pops off the inside to give chase to All-Star Magician and then Chez Mac followed further back in the field then by Rose of Juliana 28-6 the quarter narrow leader here is All-Star Magician almost on terms is Tara Min Tara Min and All-Star Magician in a soul-stirring struggle Tara Min moves up on the outside it puts the nose in front kicking again All-Star Magician Tara Min Tara Min Tara Min gets in Beats All-Star Magician about a half-head. Third home in the race goes Aerodyne. Yeah, it was a slender margin in favour of Tara Min under the urgings of her driver, Tian Sutton, who's given us some time this morning. And on the pace, good morning, Tian. Morning, Fred. How are you doing? Yeah, doing good. I'm sure you were doing good on Tuesday afternoon. That's another win for Tara Min. That's two since you've had uh, had her. Um, the, your first as a, as a driver. But she, she's just a real trier, isn't she? 
Yeah, she definitely is. Um, you know, I've been fortunate enough to jump on her since she's been going around at Menangle this time in. Um, prior to that, you know, Ellie Chapel won on her at Bankstown and Dad won on her up at Newcastle. Um, and, you know, like for all the tricks that she can throw around, she's actually not a bad little mare to drive in a race. Um, we were really lucky with the draw on Tuesday. When she came up with the one, we were pretty confident going into it because we've been saying for weeks she just needs a decent draw because she's been really been knocking on the door and everything worked in our favour on Tuesday and she came away with it for us. I actually had in my notes, Barrier 1 was a massive help and you've just enhanced that comment. It just really played into her hands because she was able to get the box seat run and when horses started dropping away around you on the turn, you, you produced her. She took all of that 350 metres straight to wear down All-Star Magician, but Tian, where it counted most, she stuck her nose out. Yeah, she definitely did. Um, about halfway down the straight, I kind of conceded and went, oh, well, we're going to run a really nice strong second. And then it's almost as if she took a really deep breath and said, okay, I'll dig again for you. And she really, really just um, found another gear. And um, it was a really good feeling, actually, because, as I said, she, she felt like she was a little bit done with it halfway down the straight. And she said, no, I'm not finished. Let's show them what we've got. Yeah, she sure did. Now, you're having a good season. That was your 11th, um, 11th training win this season. You've trained 78 overall. You're sitting seventh on the uh, lady trainers, uh, the female training uh, premiership. That must be something you're pretty proud of when you look at the company. Yeah, it is. Um, I won't lie. I do chat to fairly regularly just to see how we're doing overall. Um, you know, and there's some really prominent names on there. So it's it's a little goal of mine to try and stay on there. I don't don't care whether I'm, you know, third or fourth or even tenth, as long as I can manage to stay on there throughout the season. Um, but I try and set myself a goal each season. And at the moment, as you mentioned, we've trained 11 winners this season. I think my best so far has been 15. So Got a few more months to try and better that again. Um, and it was also my 11th driving win on Tuesday as well. It certainly was. You've been double figures well and truly in the driving ranks. How many are you working, Tia? Um, just seven at the moment. Nice, quiet little team. Yep. Nice team. And, and I've got to say, you, you juggle motherhood uh, as well as training and driving. And, uh, you know, the kids keep your hands full and you, there's a lot of extracurricular activities that they undertake. And just one of them to throw at you is, is mini, uh, the mini trots. But you, you juggle it all and, and you do a good job. But obviously you, you get a bit of help from a, a pretty special fella. Yeah, we'd, uh, we'd be lost without Poppy. Um, he comes in handy for a lot of things. Um, yes. You know, he gets home from work um, quite early in the morning after he does his little courier run of a night time and comes mm. inside and has a little bit of a catch-up on, on some sleep and has some breakfast with the kids and we, we get out and get started. And then, you know, he's off on his many journeys. He's been frequenting Newcastle a lot lately, so he's putting in the miles. Mm. Um, but the rewards are paying off for him and also for us. Absolutely. Look, I, I don't say this disrespectfully, but, but Glenn McElhinney is who we're talking about for those that mightn't be aware. And Glenn would be in what we would consider to be, you know, in the in the veteran uh, class as far as age goes. But in terms of his prowess and knowledge and experience and the fact that he's, he's competing with these young Turks, the young lions of the sport, very competitive. And I'd have to say one thing about your dad, Tian. He's probably the nicest South Sydney supporter I know. <laughs> Yeah, me, me and him both. Um, you couldn't come across two better, two better South Sydney supporters. Um, we're pretty That's proud right. of that. But you know, I'm very, I'm very lucky to have a mentor like him. Yeah, yeah. You, you've got uh, a team going. Uh, but before we get to the team on Tuesday, I've got to ask you. Now, this is going to be a toss-up. It's almost like asking who your favourite kids are. 
Um, <laughs> your stable favourites. I'd have to say there's probably nearly two. I know one is Gentle Giant. What a, what a season he's given you. But the other one's Jeff Casey. Now, if you had to, <laughs> if I had to say, come on, Tian, give me one. Who, who's your favourite? Um, as long as they're not listening. Um, no, they've got their good days and bad days. But I've got to say, yes. Gentle Giant is a strong favourite for me, um, mostly because him and I have such a good relationship on mm-hmm. the track. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, little Jeffy, he's got his own little fan club. He's such a lovely little horse. He's no, he's no world beater, but he's honest. Um, tell us about yeah, Jeffy. He's got a how, fan club. Tell, yeah, tell us about Jeffy and, and how he got the name Jeffco. Um, so we bought Jeffy at the APG sales a few years back, um, and you know at at the parade a few days before. We spent a lot of time with dear old Red Hot John Jeffcoat. Um, yes. We come home from the sales after we purchased the horse and. Um, Unfortunately, got a phone call from his nephew to say that old Johnny had passed away. Um, and, you know, he was a bit panicked. You know, what are we going to do? We we're going to buy a horse. We've got the certificate. Dad said, well, we've just come home with one. How about you buy into this one? We'll name him Jeff Coat and we'll race him in his colours and we'll try and do him proud. And every time he goes around, you know, particularly at Penrith, he's, he's very spirited at Penrith. He gets a little bit fired up there. And we always have a little joke that that's, that's Red Hot coming back to haunt us all because he, he was loud and loud and proud and, um, he was a little bit boisterous, but he, he was a lovely character around Bankstown, would do anything for anyone and um, loved his horses. And, um, yeah, so it's, a, it's an honour to be able to race his little horse in his colours for his family. He goes around on Tuesday along with Tara Min and Give Me A Reason. Uh, you three uh, good chances there. Give Me A Reason probably looks to be a, a real chance in, in, uh, in that race. Yeah, I believe so. Um, he's come up with another tricky draw. The draws haven't been a blessing for him as of late, but that's, that's you, you know, you take the good with the bad. Um, I think I've got a fairly handy driver on him this week and Robert Morris um, drives fairly similar fairly to that. And, yeah, just a little bit. A um, little bit handy. Uh, you know, he had a nice trial the other day. Um, it probably looks a little bit more impressive than what it was because um, we, we jumped out in front and never looked back. Um, but he's a nice little horse for his connections, and as long as he can put it all together and get a nice run down the straight, I think he'll be right in it. And you're driving Tara Min and Jeff Kate again? I am, yep. Um, I've, I've retained the drive on Tara Min. I've, I've pretty much you told, told everyone that. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't sacked myself yet. I've pretty much told everyone Good. she's my drive. You can't have her. And lucky yep. enough to jump on board Jeff Coat this week as the boss man is heading away on a much needed holiday. Good on him. Well, I hope he has a good break, uh, Glenn McElhinney. And uh, Tian, thanks for giving us some time. been a good season. Uh, you've got your little personal goal that you've set. So another four, five wins surpasses your, your previous best season as a trainer. And keep those yep. driving wins uh, going up and uh, you'll be able to have some bragging rights over some of your cousins. Yeah, I hope so. That's for sure. Including the BMAC, Bryce McElhinney. Anyway, thanks for your time, <laughs> Tian. Good luck on Tuesday. Get around safe and we'll catch up. No problem. Thank you very much. There is Tian Sutton. Grand, and as I said, juggles so much, uh, you know, as so many of, you know, the harness racing fraternity do. It's a real family caper, um, and uh, it really makes a difference to have some good backup and and, and family support uh, in the sport. You know, it it frustrates me, Freddie, because the other day, uh, during the World Cup soccer, a commentator made mention of uh, a mother that was playing and how you know she juggled it and, and copped an absolute tirade. But I think that's something we should you know be standing up and screaming from the roof. I mean, I worked with the Gillaroos and there were single mums there that were playing not only uh, you know rugby league for Australia but playing cricket for Australia as well and still bringing up you know. I couldn't do it. 
No, no. Look, look. It, it, certainly, when I made mention of that, it was certainly no, uh, you know, no disrespect. No, it's she total does a great respect. Job, and so do all the single mums and all the mums that that juggle, you know, so many different responsibilities. I mean, we'd be we lost without them. And and you know, I'm first to put my hand up. Uh, you know, we, we we need those people in the sport, and the fact that there's some family backup makes a difference, and, and other totally. backups along the way. I, I just think it's. Uh, it's an important acknowledgement of uh, you know what what you know what goes on you know, behind the scenes, and that's certainly the case with uh, with Tian and so many others. And as you and I both know, it takes uh, more than just parents to bring up a, a child; it takes an entire community, and that's what makes the difference. Absolutely. Really, yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, I don't think I've met um, you know more sassy South supporters than <laughs> than Tian's kids. Yeah. Miller, every time I see uh, Miller, she absolutely gives it to me, being a Rooster supporter. So uh, uh, Ken, sl- she could sledge for Australia, young Miller. But um, now, look, it's uh, it's it's a it's a good little story, and I thought we should touch on uh, on that. Uh, today on On The Pace. Well, Freddie, a man you'd remember, Alan Blake of Blake's Marine. He wears a green, one green and one red thong. He's that bad a South supporter. So anyone who, who's prepared to do that, you're one step above Blakey. <laughs> Yeah, well, I tell you what, uh, I just think it's because maybe he's colourblind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just missing a couple dedication. of colours, isn't he? Red, white and blue, that's, that's dedica- what we need. Yeah, that's what he needs. Ded- that's dedication. But anyway, Grant, <laughs> See you, um, thanks for your time this morning. And we'll, uh, well, I'll, I won't be on uh, next Sunday. Uh, Mickey Guerin will be on, I think it is, or it might be even BK. BK might be on. But anyway, it's not me, but I'll be back in that time to the lead-up for the Eureka. Thanks, Freddie. Take it easy. Cheers.